NamNab is a podcast that deals with the grisly details of a variety of topics, including true crime cases, government cover-ups, conspiracies, and the paranormal. This content is not suitable for everyone. Viewer discretion is advised. She was murdered. What's up, my dudes? Welcome back. This is Not a Monster, Not a Boogeyman. I'm Naomi. I'm Janae. I'm Les. And I have a haunting for y'all. Yay! So finally something different. Um, so this is actually a submission from yes. one of our listeners. Um, thank you. Yeah. yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, they sent us some information about a spooky place that they have knowledge about called the Brunkow Cabin near Tombstone, Arizona. Ooh. So, I've never heard of this one. Because I heard brown cow and that's wrong. <laughs> I think it's brun- Brunco or Bruncow. It is brown cow. It's brown cow. Yeah. It's like brown B-R-U-N-K-O-W cabin. Okay. Brunco. 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 Okay. Okay. Something. Uh, the sor- sources used for this one are the websites Wikipedia, Desert Rambler, Ghost Towns, um, and Tombstone Traveling Trips, which is actually the resource that was sent to us by this individual because um, they said it g- provides the best information. Um, if you want to hear us talk about some of your favorite cases, spooky places, or weird experiences, feel free to email us at notamonsternotaboogeyman at gmail.com. Um, I think we also have a contact sheet on our website. Yeah, and it'll go to that same email. Yeah. We love shit like that. If, that, if you have any fucking videos, send them over. Oh, I yeah. love watching videos. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like seeing spooky stuff. And just know, if you are a member of our Patreon, though, we get to those cases faster. So. Yeah. Yeah, it's, like, prioritized. Um, so our Patreons are a very big part of helping us decide these extra episodes, so join on over there if you want some extra content. Uh, so now, finally, I'll get to the haunted bit. <laughs> I had to do the thankies. A little over a mile away from the San Pedro River is the sweltering Arizona, um, in the sweltering Arizona desert, um, are the ruins of a cabin with a bloody past due to, uh, that to this day haunts those who visit it. Originally, it was built in the 1800s. Uh, yeah, originally it was built in the 1800s by German immigrant Frederick Brunko. Brown cow. I'm really, I don't know how. Um, Freddie cow. <laughs> um, southwest of Tombstone, Arizona. If this town sounds familiar, it is because it's famous for its own series of haunted locations like the OK Corral and the infamous Birdcage Theater. Um, these have been featured on shows like Ghost Adventures and Ghost Hunters, but somehow such a notorious paranormal hotspot, with such a notorious ho- paranormal hotspot nearby, uh, the Bronco Cabin still holds its title as the bloodiest cabin in Arizona history. Whoa. I love the haunting ones because I have no idea what you're talking about the <laughs> whole time. I'm like, wow. This I think is all I've heard new. of the Bird Theater, but that's the only one. Yeah. Bird it, Box. Uh, I don't know. I believe it used to be a brothel. This is. It's been a very long time since I okay. have Old West. Yeah, <laughs> I believe it was a brothel, but don't I don't listen to me. This might be due to the estimated 21 deaths from 1860 to 1890, just 30 years that occurred in the cabin. Oh. Many of these bodies were even buried around the cabin as supported by the unmarked graves that have been found surrounding it. What? Why so many? Wait, what kind of cabin is this? Is this like a one-person cabin? Uh, I think it's like a medium-sized cabin. Um, Brown cow. 
Yeah. So I, it, you can kind of <laughs> get an idea for like how big I think it was supposed to be based off of the history um, oh, okay. of it. Frederick Brunko was born in, I'm going to say it differently every single time, so get used to that, um, <laughs> was born in Germany in 1830 and was a mining engineer. He immigrated to Texas in 1850 to, uh, and found work with the Sonora Explorer Mining Company. He worked with them for eight years before moving near what would become Tombstone to start his own silver mine, which can be considered the, quote, first true Tombstone mine. Because, um, surprise, Tombstone wasn't mining. <laughs> so, I looked up the cabin, by the way, and it was... Why were people killed there? We'll, we'll, we'll get there. I'm going to go into why. So he relied heavily on labor of Latino people um, and did bring on a chemist named John Moss, a German cook named Devard Braunschweiger, and two miners, cousins James Williams and William Williams. Um, Some resources say that James and Williams are actually brothers, so... Cool. Yeah, one of the two. Like many small mining operations, they needed to be self-sufficient, so he built a store for supplies uh, and adobe cabins that would provide sleeping quarters for workers and their families. So, like many places here in Colorado, we see wh- like what small mining towns look like, so it's really like, you you live there. <laughs> you That's live it. here now. <laughs> your job is your entire being. It's <coughs> oh, true. Uh, and they're all, like, fucking haunted, so, you know. Great. <laughs> Two years after becoming established, William Williams left the mine on July 23rd, 1860, to go buy some flour at an, at an army post called Fort Buchanan, located about 40 miles away. Oh, oh boy. Well, what a journey. <laughs> what a journey. <laughs> oh, fuck. So that's a long ass way to walk. Yeah. In the fucking yeah. desert. <laughs> 40 miles. 40 for three miles. Days. <laughs> Please, something. Wait, three days there and back or three days total? No, I think three days total. Wow, this guy moves fast. <laughs> <laughs> either depressed or angry. I don't know. <laughs> I've changed my statement. Uh, my ass wouldn't be able to walk that far. Fuck no. I'm I fucking mean, tired. You gotta think. Back in the day, there was really no other fit. option. It would t- take him three days to travel and return, uh, but when he did, he found that the store near their mine had been ransacked. Items were thrown on the floor, some provisions were stolen, and there was an odd smell. As he moved deeper into the store, he found the decomposing body of his cousin James, who had been murdered and left among the piles of provisions strewn across the floor. Okay. Yeah. I just went for some flour. Uh-huh. Um, without a second thought, William ran from the store and back to Fort Buchanan to get help from the soldiers. When the soldiers rea- uh, reached the mine the following morning, because they can move faster. I imagine it's because they have horses. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, something. Fuck those guys. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> they found two more bodies. One of the chemist, John Moss, just outside the camp. Um, and he his body had been like scavenged by animals already. Um, and the other of the founder, Frederick Brunkow, who, uh, either near the entrance of the mine or thrown down one of the mine shafts. Um, all of the Latino workers were missing as well as their livestock. The cook, David Brontiger, was the only one besides William left alive. Um, and it was because he was found because he fled to another mine claiming that he had been taken hostage by the workers and they had only released him by the border of Mexico as they believed him to be, quote, a good Catholic. What the fuck? 
Mm. Sounds sus. Yeah, this just sounds like racism. That's under a bunch of bullshit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Is it racism under a different name? I don't have a lot of information, unfortunately, just because of the age of this case. But interesting. So they were all just murdered. That guy fled or was kidnapped or whatever. Yeah. And so what the fuck? Why would people want to kill these workers? sounds very like roanoke almost of like and they're just gone kind of yeah wait there was no However, reason they were fucking we'll okay. get there um but yeah so they he f- claimed that they kidnapped him and then they escaped back to mexico or to mexico because this is the time period where recently i believe that part of arizona had been just stolen Right. By America. The U.S. was doing fuck shit. Yeah, they were doing fuck shit. So, like, this is pretty recent in the time period. So, Mm, we'll get into that a little bit here shortly. It was found that Frederick had been killed by a rock drill, but they could never catch the killers. (laughs) So, the bodies were buried around the cabin. Uh, Brontiger was held by the army under suspicion of committing the murders, but Mexican authorities became involved and did their own investigation, which confirmed his version of the story. I ask with fear, what's a rock drill? Uh, yeah, I seriously I mean, try to remember that. But this is in the 1800s. Yeah, no, because this is this is like 1860, I believe. I'm gonna look it up. In addition to possibly being thrown down the mine shaft, Jesus he Christ. got stabbed by this. He got mixed stabbed. It's fucking terrifying. 1860, and that's what it looks like. Yeah. And that's one from 1880. So well, that's a lot of effort. Same, that same kind of thing. So, like, probably just in the desert, chugging that along. No, there has to be more than one killer in this case, right? Because it's like, he kills about five other men. (laughs) I'm just kidding. That's an exaggeration. But, um, yeah, that's not a very convenient weapon. Yeah. Yeah. It's for people who are living there, though. Yeah, well, the miners were there still, like, because they're working there. Um, Yeah, it's already there. Um, Yeah. So they were already there, and then the, um, yeah, everyone's but like there. because of the Mexican uh, officials getting involved, they they were able to say like it was actually the workers that did, uh, at least according to what their investigation said, um, that that is what happened. They they killed the off their bosses, um, and then fled. Mm. Not really gonna go against that. All right, workers' um, rights. But they and they even uh, returned some of the equipment that had been stolen. So, I feel like that's a pretty powerful thing to prove that yeah that they probably did it. Mm-hmm. Um, the reasoning for the workers to kill Frederick was likely due to reported abuse uh, by upper management uh, and the mining area allegedly being scouted by them first. So he came by and maybe stole it, as people do. For 13 years, the cabin would sit empty and possibly used as a meeting point for smugglers um, until Milton B. Duffield came to, uh, came to be the new owner of the Bronco Mount cabin uh, and mine. Uh, he was a U.S. Marshal who was not very well liked, but still known to be a fearless, still known to be fearless, a heavy drinker, macho man who wanted to show off his strength and weaponry. When he arrived on June 5, 1874. Duffield had a plan to evict a man named James T. Holmes, who uh, was the employee of Edward N. Fish, a merchant who had claimed that he owned the cabin and mine, uh, but when... Th- obviously, this is the time period where people are just like, mm, I see this is mine now. It's empty. So, either 
someone had sold it and then the government was like no actually we're gonna give it to one of our own um there's that well this is like manifest destiny heavy era it is it is um it's kind of cool it's giving me like old west vibes yeah vigilantes um so Holmes now, the guy who's kind of staying there to make sure that the land was taken, being watched for his employer, um, he tells officials that when Duffield arrived, he began to flail his arms wildly like a, quote, madman, and shouted in an unusual manner. Uh, Holmes knew of the reputation of Duffield t- uh, for carrying multiple weapons on his person and just being a kind of hothead. Um, so he didn't feel safe in this situation. He retrieved a shotgun, exited the cabin, and shot Duffield, uh, only realizing after the fact that his victim was actually unarmed. So. That's why you don't step out of your house and shoot someone. Yeah. Uh, Holmes is arrested and tried for the murder, earning a three-year sentence, sentence, but that was never served since he escaped custody just 17 days later and the authorities could not be bothered to find him. (laughs) Old West time. At that time, I it's know. like you gotta want to go to jail. Yeah, <laughs> honestly. <laughs> they're like, oh, they're like, I'm just gonna run to my mouth. See him anymore, so let's just go. Yeah, <laughs> he's not at his house. We gotta go. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, Duffield was buried at the cabin that he had been killed at. Whoa. A few years later, in 1877, a prospector named Ed Shefflin, I believe, set up a permanent cabin at Bronco. Bruncos? Bruncos. God. Uh, At the cabin, uh, which would serve as a base as he explored the area. These explorations would lead to the foundation of Tombstone, um, but while he was at the camp, he noted that there were several fresh graves around it. Um, He... mm, I hate history here. Um, He blamed it on the indigenous Apache people. Saying that it was a tax. Uh, you know how I feel about that. Literally everything they can blame on people of color in this is them They doing will. That. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're like, see, they did it. It's, it's like, not me who came in and kidnapped all their people and made them slaves yeah, and, and beat stole them. Yeah, all their shit and their land. Anytime, anything from this era, too, I'm like, I take no stock in it. Yeah. <laughs> the worst era you almost like can't because it's so bad it's so <laughs> fucking cartoony honestly mankind it's like most dumbfounded honestly he believed that the these guys had likely belonged to individuals who claimed to own the cabin over the years such as partners of sydney r delong and workers hired uh, to pull silver ore in the mine that had been attacked um yeah <laughs> <laughs> I think it's more likely because this is being used as a meeting spot. It's probably more like that. An old haunted location in the West would not be complete without a good outlaw cowboy, um, and that's just what Frank Stillwell was. He owned land and cabin for a short period of time, but law enforcement officer Wyatt... Yerp? Yarp? Yerp. Um discovered his whereabouts and killed him on March 20th, 1882. These were just a few stories of violence that occurred here. Um, it would be estimated that 18 men had died in the cabin by this time. Holy shit. Scary. All men, too. All weird ones. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Cowboy. 
the hauntings were already gaining fame, fame by the 1880s, and newspapers began to report on the apparitions that would, uh, you know, appear there. Um, he, it was blamed mainly on the murders that took place and the history of violence that the location had. Um, the reputation the cabin had earned caused prospectors and miners to avoid the little cabin at all costs. There were stories of someone walking around the cabin at night that would disappear and reappear elsewhere if it was approached. Um, there would be the sound of drills, pickaxes, and rocks being moved, and they could all be coming, heard coming from the abandoned mine shaft. Today, all that remains of the cabin are some of the foundations and walls, but the element, uh, the elements and human meddling are wearing away at it, um, and all that is left is heavily damaged. Uh, it is a very popular spot for paranormal enthusiasts, and they will camp at the cabin and just to, you know, have an experience. Uh, turns this turns out reports of seeing apparitions of spirits uh, in agony within the cabin and them haunting the surrounding land as well. It's cool that it's still standing though. Yeah. Wonder Partially. what kind of shit would kind be. Of. Yeah, sort of. Yeah. <laughs> it's grounds. Yeah. It's yeah. not torn down. So interesting. It's almost scary though that it's in the desert and then it's open to all of the surrounding area because I'm like, mm, deserts already aren't trustworthy. Well, if you want to see some pictures of this cabin, make sure you go check out our Instagram, Not a Boogeyman. And if you want to see additional pictures of it and be able to read the post along with the episode, go to namnab.com and you can find it over on the blogs portion. If you want to share any of your ghost stories or places or other just cool cases you want us to cover, <laughs> um, join our Patreon and message us maybe. I don't know. Talk to us. Come back next week. I don't know what we're talking about. But yeah, we that is up in the air. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. Perfect. Okay. Come back next week. Sweet. Bye. Bye.